You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Hey guys, welcome back to the Rock Your Life podcast. I am Chasta. Thank you so much for being here. Super appreciate you spending your time with me. It has been a hell of a summer. (laughs) There's been a lot going on. As you know, if you heard the last episode, I recently had a birthday. I posted that online. It was a big one, 40. And I also posted online that I celebrated nine years at 1077 The Bone this month. So I've had some cool moments happen in the last few weeks. And that always, of course, gets a lot of love on social media, but also it brings out the haters. And that's what I want to talk about. If you saw the episode title, you know that's where we're going with this one, how to deal with the haters. So strap in. It's going to be a wild ride because anytime I talk about haters, I get a little heated. (laughs) So make sure you subscribe to the Rock Your Life podcast if you haven't already. If you already have, thank you. Thank you very much. You can always reach out to me on email. Anything you want to discuss, I am an open book, chastaonair at gmail.com. So I do have to say, I've been in radio and TV for almost two decades now. So being in the public eye for all of those years, there's a certain amount of hate that comes with it. It's just part of the job. And I wouldn't say that I am used to it. I don't think you ever really get used to opening your phone and seeing something very hateful. But I mean, I am a bit more accustomed to it now than I was when I began. That's for damn sure. But Over my two decades working in the entertainment industry, I've had a lot more love than I have hate. And that's what I want to focus on. That's what I want to say to all the people who have supported me in my career. There are no words for me to actually use that could convey how much I appreciate you. I know when you listen to a radio station or a podcast, maybe you think you're listening to something huge, you know, because I work for 1077 The Bone. Technically, that is a corporation. It's Cumulus Radio. But you're also supporting me. You know, you're paying my bills because you're helping me with my show, my ratings, and that's what gets me my paycheck. So you really are supporting me. And for me to be able to do the job that I love so much for such a long period of time and support, you know, my son and help support my family, that's just, that's the dream. That's the dream. And if it weren't for my listeners, I wouldn't have that dream come true. So seriously, kumbaya, (laughs) I cannot even tell you enough how much I love you. And thank you for supporting me. But you know, with the love comes the hate. It's just part of the gig, like I said. So here's the deal. Years ago, I would get really, 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 really bummed about online comments that were painful or rude or hateful or whatever. And I mean, sometimes even cry. And still today, if I open up my phone and it's extra personal, or they really go in for the personal dig, then it'll bum me out. It always depends on the day they catch me on and what kind of mood I'm in and what they say. Typically, I brush it off, but some days it gets to me. But years ago, I came up with a new rule that I absolutely live by when it comes to hate. And I want to spread this along to you because I actually think it's a really, really good thing to do. And I think if more people did it, it could really make a big difference. Because look, I have worked in radio and TV for a really long time. And being in the public eye, you know, that is something that comes along with that. But 
with the um, invention, if you will, of social media, with social media coming into play in our lives, everyone is in the public eye, right? Because if you've got, I don't know, 3,000, 4,000 followers on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever, you say something there, it's like walking into a room and yelling your feelings out to a room of 3,000 people. Well, you know, hopefully those people are going to be supportive, but they might not all be. So you don't necessarily have to be in entertainment anymore to deal with hate on social media. So if you've ever had this happen to you, let's talk it out. I'm going to give you a little advice. It helps me and hopefully it will help you. Some lessons that I have learned over all of these years being in the public eye and dealing with the quote unquote haters. I mean, I've learned a lot from it, but I'm kind of boiling it down into a few main lessons. Number one, and maybe most importantly, you can't win them all. Don't even try. No matter how many people absolutely love and adore you, you will not win over everybody. Full stop. It's not going to happen. It's not possible. And honestly, there's zero reason to waste any time trying to do that. The most important thing that you can do is be yourself. I know how freaking cliche that sounds, trust me, <laughs> but I have lived it and I believe it to be absolute truth. It's critical for you to be as authentic to who you really are at your core as you possibly can. If you do that, your people will find you. And when I say your people, your tribe, your community, the people that understand you, they speak the same language, they have the same moral code or the same values that you share, whatever, they will find you if you are true to who you are. And that's the first thing I tell myself whenever I get a hateful comment or message is, you know what, you can't win them all, Chasta. It's not possible. Not everyone is going to love you. And oftentimes I will actually say that in my response. If I respond, I don't always respond. If it's really, really brutal, I just block delete and move on with my life. If there's some sort of actual criticism there that seems like they're trying to be constructive, <laughs> then I'll go back at them and say, you know, hey, I'll respond in a very classy way. I don't really ever get in the dirt with people. I definitely have my boundaries. If somebody gets really inappropriate, I will tell them to back the heck up. I don't have a problem doing that. Um, but I don't like rolling around in the dirt with people. I don't like getting on other people's levels. Um, lover or hater, Michelle Obama, she got it right in my eye. When they go low, I go high. So I always try to keep that in my head. So I kind of meet people with like, all right, you know what? Maybe you don't like me. Maybe I'm not your cup of tea, but I appreciate you listening to The Bone. I appreciate that you stick with us when there is something on the air that you love. And if you don't love me, then by all means, you know, you can move along whenever I'm on the air. And, you know, I appreciate you. Keep rocking. And I usually leave it at that. And I swear to you, I swear to you, 98% of the time when I come back at a response with a classy, calm, <laughs> thank you, I understand I'm not for everyone kind of message, and I explain to them I can only be myself, 98, 99% of the time I get something back from them like, oh, well, I appreciate your classy response. I appreciate you leveling with me. I was just in a bad mood today, or I've been dealing with a lot in my life, or I forget you're human. I get that a lot. You know, when you are on the radio or on TV, you know, people forget sometimes that you're just another person trying to get through the day too. So they feel like you are automatically fair game to rip apart. And look, we all do that on some level, you know, an, an A-list celebrity. I've said crappy things about A-list celebrities before. We all do. 
I mean, I don't think I've ever sent them a, a direct message to let them know my disgust in something that they have done in a movie or whatever. <laughs> but that's just me. Um, but, you know, it's it's really important for us to remember that we're all just doing our best, right? We're all just trying to get through the day. Um, so I think when I remind people that like, hey, I'm just over here doing my job and I'm doing it as myself. I'm being true to who I am. And, you know, if they have a personal issue with me, for instance, my laugh, I've had a couple people come at me about my laugh. Uh, I was born with this laugh. There's not a whole lot I could do about it. And if I were to try to change it, it would sound completely disingenuous, right? So I'm not going to do that. So if they don't like that part of me, then I'm just not for them. And I'm okay with that. I've come to that realization that you can't win them all. Before I jump to number two, I do want to give you a very specific example of how important it is to just be yourself. And most of the time, good things will happen. So recently, as I mentioned, I posted on Facebook that I celebrated nine years working at 107.7 The Bone. Anytime you get a long stretch at a radio station, it's always something to celebrate. Radio is a crazy industry. Um, Entertainment is in its entirety crazy. I think we all know that. Um, So I posted that up and people were being very loving and supportive. And that was awesome. And then I got a couple of questionable comments. Now, I actually know these people. So I laughed out loud when I read them because they made perfect sense to me, but I have a feeling that other people reading them, they were like, that's rude. (laughs) So they were from two boneheads. By the way, that's what we call ourselves. It's not a hit. It's actually the bonehead family, 1077 The Bone. If you don't listen, you're not familiar. That's the story there. So their names are Bonehead Brian. That's what he goes by and his girl Neva. And they commented something along the lines. I don't have it pulled up here directly, but something along the lines of, yeah, when you started at The Bone, we didn't really like you. (laughs) They weren't immediate fans of mine. Um, But over time, they kept listening because they did love Lamont Nelly. They had listened to The Bone for a long time. And so they kept listening to the radio station because of the things that they loved. And I grew on them like a disease, I guess, or like a fungus. I don't know. Um, But it's funny because I haven't even asked them what they didn't specifically like about me at first. I don't really know that I'm gonna. I don't know that I care, to be honest, (laughs) because... Why ask specifics? Because then it could get in my head. If it were something that I can't change, like my laugh or whatever, then it doesn't really matter. But I do happen to know them because they're boneheads that I met years ago. And I see them quite often when we're out at rock shows and stuff. And uh, they have become friends of mine. In fact, you know, we are Facebook friends and whatnot. Um, And I know they're good people at heart. You know, they mean well, even though it really felt like a backhanded compliment at first. Like, yeah, we didn't like your ass at first, but then we came around. But when I sat and thought about it, first of all, I knew sort of what they were referencing when I was a little backstory. When I was hired at The Bone, it was in the middle of a lot of changes at the radio station. Um, And I replaced a girl who people liked. Um, She made the choice to leave and she is also the person who chose me to take her place. So it was all like love, love sandwich. You know what I mean? She was totally fine with it. There was no harm, no foul with my specific position. But people on, you know, listening on the other side, they didn't really know all of that. Not to mention, once I came on board, there was other shuffling, jocks that left and stuff just happened to be all of that happening at the same time, had nothing to do with me. But again, listeners weren't really privy to that information. So it felt like a lot of shuffling, a lot of changes. And I did get hit quite hard a few times at that time um, because people didn't know me. I was the new girl. 
And that was at that time very painful for me, if I'm being completely honest. You know, I got some comments online that made me cry even. They really sucked. Um, But, you know, now I'm a much stronger and different girl. This is almost a decade ago. I've done a lot of growing, a lot of changing, have a lot of perspective now. So here's how I turned it into something good. And I'm not BSing yet. I really do believe this to be absolute truth. They're saying, okay, so we didn't like you at first, but we kept listening and we love you now. Well, that's not a backhanded compliment. That's actually the most pure compliment. Because what they're saying is, you know, we had this preconceived notion of who we thought you were. And at first we were like, man, screw this girl. She's replacing the other girl that we liked and all that stuff. But then just by me being myself over a period of time, I grew on them. So that means just being who I am, owning who I am, they ended up liking me which is the ultimate compliment to me. So it really is all the way that you frame things, right? I mean, I think that's so important. And try not to get defensive when people come at you with some stuff because that wasn't backhanded at all. I think that was actually them really just being truthful, honest, and explaining their side that like, hey, you know, we weren't fans at first, but we love you now. We think you're great. So I appreciate the honesty. And again, I think that's a really great compliment. All right, number two, hurt people hurt people. I kind of covered this in the responses that I get back from people. A lot of the times it goes along the lines of, I'm sorry, there's a lot going on in my life. I took it out on you. I was being an ass. I mean, truly, I get so many of those messages. A lot of times people are even surprised I respond at all. Um, And again, if they're really brutal, I don't. I don't all the time. But a lot of people are surprised to get a message back and especially to get a calm, cool, and collected message. And sometimes people just want to be heard. And you know what? If I'm just being a thousand percent real with you, which I always am, sometimes people are right. You know, I've had people come at me um, with comments about, I don't even know what, I can't think of an exact example right now, but about something I said on the show or something I did, you know, on the radio, whatever. And they have a point and I will give them that credit. If they come at me in a really mean way, I'll give them that credit and be like, hey, you didn't have to exactly come at me like this, but you know what, you're right, I'll think of that next time, whatever. Um, I try not to be super defensive because sometimes there's a little bit of truth there. Not always, but sometimes. But just remembering that people have a lot going on in their lives and sometimes they may just take it out on the wrong person, especially when it's super convenient to do so and they follow you on, let's say, Twitter and they can just shoot you a mean-ass message and like feel better about themselves. Just remember that line, hurt people hurt people. Number three, everyone just wants to be heard. Over my almost two decades in radio, I've heard a lot of stories from listeners. Their lost love, their battle with an illness, their depression, their life path changing underneath their feet. So many stories, you know, and I have realized that people, they they send those messages along and they connect with people like me that maybe they don't even know that well because they want to be heard. And it does weigh on me sometimes when I can't get back to everybody if I get hit with a lot of messages on you know social media or whatever and I get really behind because people sometimes get very pissed off if you don't respond to something vulnerable that they sent. So I try to be aware of that. Sometimes I'll get a message that I don't see followed a few days later by a really hateful message and, and it just shows that people... Number one, they feel weird being vulnerable when they're not heard. And that's understandable, completely understandable. And number two, everyone just wants to be heard, right? That is a truth that I has been proven to me time and time and time again. 
And number four, this is the most important part. I will end on this one. Be the change you want to see in the world. I'm not totally positive who actually originally said that line. Mostly it's Mahatma Gandhi. That's where you see the internet point to. But what a powerful statement. Be the change you want to see in the world. So I took that idea and I used it as a rule when I get hate from people online. Because I think it's kind of a switcherooski, if you will, <laughs> because somebody who thinks that they're coming at me with hate, it gets flipped around. So every single time somebody comes at me with a hateful comment or a hateful message or whatever, the rule in my life is that I then have to go and show love to five people in my life. Now, it could be five people that I actually know in person. I could send off messages to people that I love just out of nowhere. I could say, hey, you know, I think what you're doing at work is really great. Or, hey, I really appreciate you being a friend of my life. You're such a good person. Whatever it is. I mean, don't just throw out blanket compliments. Like, actually, you know, mean it. But whatever works, whatever is appropriate for those five people, go do that. Or it could be somebody you follow online that you don't know. Just going and giving them love, giving them a compliment, saying something that might make their day a little bit better. That is my rule. And I love it. Because again, the hater thinks they're spreading hate, but the joke's actually on them. When they hit me with hate, they're actually spreading the love five times over. Boom. <laughs> so that is my wisdom I wanted to share with you today. I know it's kind of short and sweet, but you know, it's to the point. It's really not that complicated. At some point, you're going to get hate thrown at you. Take that hate, turn it around, turn it into love and spread it five times over. I think if more people did that in the world, we'd see a big change. All right, you guys, that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for being here. I really, really, really appreciate you. No BS. I almost had to censor myself there. Um, I really do. And I do love to hear from you. So chastaonair at gmail.com is the old email. You can hit me up on social. I hang out most often on Instagram at chastalyn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N. Major shout out I want to give to executive producer Sydney Crims. She built me a brand new, shiny, beautiful website for the Rock Your Life podcast. It had been on chastalyn.com ever since its birth, but we decided there was so much going on with the podcast and we plan to do really fun things in the future, more events and whatnot. It really needed its own home on the internet. So now if you want to check out her website that she built for me, I'm giving her all the credit because it is so beautiful, rockyourlifenow.net. That is where all things Rock Your Life live. Again, rockyourlifenow.net. Also, a big shout out to Stevie Loveless. He is my personal photographer, videographer. He does all of our family photos, all of my professional photos. He is a photographer extraordinaire. He actually shot the slow motion video on the website, and it's so beautiful. It's of me and Jay and Cody, and it just brings tears to my eyes when I see it. I just love it so much. I had a vision, and he made that vision come to life, and then Sydney put it all together and put a bow on it, and and there it is. It lives on the internet now. And if you want a brand new shiny Rock Your Life sticker for free, go to rockyourlifenow.net, sign up for the newsletter, and we will mail that puppy out to you. All right, you guys, that's all I've got for you this week. Thank you again for being here. I love you so much. Have a wonderful week. And remember, rock your life.